Hello and welcome to another teaching from 119 Ministries. Our ministry believes that the whole Bible is still true and directly related to our lives today. If you would like to know more about what we believe and teach, please visit us at testeverything.net. We hope that you enjoy studying and testing the following teaching. Cheeseburgers. Yes, believe it or not, in some circles, cheeseburgers are forbidden. Such understanding comes from mainstream Orthodox Judaism and misunderstanding a verse in Deuteronomy 14. Deuteronomy 14.21 You shall not boil a young goat in its mother's milk. Really, the debate is not just about cheeseburgers, but really any food or dish in which meat and cheese are cooked together. Jewish rabbis, including highly influential Rabbi Rashi, came to these conclusions based on this verse and the one like it in Exodus. Number one, the prohibition against cooking and a mixture of milk and meat. Number two, the prohibition against eating a cooked mixture of milk and meat. And number three, the prohibition against deriving any benefit from a cooked mixture of milk and meat. Most English translations translate the verse referencing a goat, whereas modern Orthodox Jewish interpretation has generalized the commandment to be inclusive of all meats. Rashi, one of the most prominent Talmudic commentators, argued that the term in question must actually have a more generalized meaning, including calves and lambs, in addition to young goats. Rashi also argued that the meaning is still narrow enough to exclude birds, all the undomesticated kosher animals, and all the non-kosher animals. The Talmudic writers had a similar analysis, but believed that since domesticated kosher animals, sheep, goats, and cattle, have similar meat to birds, and the non-domestic kosher land animals, they should prohibit these latter meats too, creating a general prohibition against mixing milk and meat from any kosher animal, excepting fish. But here are the two problems with such interpretations. The commandment specifically mentions the milk of the mother, not just milk in general. And the commandment specifically mentions goats, not other animals. Something more specific is going on here. The statistical chances of the dairy from the mother and the meat from the young animal of the very same mother, and then those two products making it to the same distributor, then to the same store, and then to the same customer, is nearly impossible. Despite the musings of ancient Jewish rabbis, multiple times our Creator used the Hebrew word for a young goat, and that is a young goat that is not to be boiled in its own mother's milk. That is quite a specific commandment, and yet esteemed Jewish Talmudic commentators have chosen to broaden the commandment not only in relation to the meat, but also the source of the milk. If our Creator meant for the generic form of meat, then there is a word that would have been better used to specifically refer to generic meat. Meaning this, common Jewish interpretations of this commandment actually adds to the intent and purpose of the commandment, thus violating Deuteronomy chapter 4 verse 2 by adding to the Word of God through their interpretation. Sadly, this interpretational mistake is not uncommon in the Jewish Talmud or oral law. In the first century, Yeshua referred to these oral laws as the traditions of your elders when criticizing the Pharisees in Mark chapter 7. So who would even consider boiling an animal in its own mother's milk? Some have suggested that it may have been a pagan practice related to idolatry and the worship of false gods. That is certainly possible. However, we have not found any evidence of such a pagan practice. And still, the commandment in such an interpretation still appears out of context and random. 
If mixing dairy with beef is an offense to Yahweh, then Abraham made a rather serious blunder when offering such to the visiting three men. Genesis chapter 18. And Abraham went quickly into the tent of Sarah and said, Quick, three seahs of fine flour, knead it, and make cakes. And Abraham ran to the herd and took a calf, tender and good, and gave it to a young man, who prepared it quickly. Then he took curds and milk and the calf that he had prepared and set it before them. And he stood by them under the tree while they ate. So, how do we better understand this commandment? The answer to the riddle of this commandment is similar to other misunderstood commandments. The answer itself lies in the context. Because of this verse, as we have already mentioned, Jewish oral law literally forbids the mixture of milk and meat, and consequently, many refuse to eat cheeseburgers. However, the physical application of this verse may actually be quite simple when examined in context. In Avigdor's Bonchek's book, Studying the Torah, A Guide to In-Depth Interpretation, Bonchek explains it like this. First, let's read the scripture, Exodus 23, verse 19. The best of the first fruits of your ground you shall bring into the house of Yahweh your God. You shall not boil or seethe a young goat in its mother's milk. And he says as follows, This injunction forbidding seething a kid in its mother's milk is the biblical basis for the laws of Kashrut requiring the separation of meat and milk. See how the following plain sense interpretation, based on the contiguity principle, completely divests this clause of that familiar meaning. At first glance, we have here two unrelated clauses within the same sentence. Not so, according to the early commentator Joseph Bekor Shore. He points out that the word bashayil, regularly translated here as seethe or boil, really means to become ripe or mature. The phrase then means, thou shalt not allow a kid to become mature with its mother's milk. That is, you should not allow the kid to mature, rather bring it as a sacrifice in the temple. In this way, both clauses of this sentence are related. Bring your first fruits as an offering, and likewise, bring your first young animals as offerings to God. To summarize, the common Jewish oral law of this commandment fails to best apply a particular translation of the Hebrew word normally translated as boil or seethe in English. A better translation would be, you shall not mature a young goat in its mother's milk. In the preceding context of the first fruits offering, this would make so much more sense. The first part of this verse is about bringing in your first fruits of the land as an offering to Yahweh. The second part of the verse is about bringing in your first or young animals as offerings to Yahweh. Why? Because one might be tempted to only offer Yahweh the older and less preferable animals. Yahweh does not want us to offer the least preferable. He wants our hearts and desire to offer Him our best. And properly applying the Hebrew in context, all of verse 19 seamlessly flows together, whereas the more common translation of Exodus 23:19, and also repeated in Exodus 34:26, both use an interpretation that caused the commandment to not only really be out of place and random, but also quite absurd and awkward. Deuteronomy 14.21 also repeats the same commandment of Exodus 23.19 and Exodus 34.26. And what do we discover? It also precedes this similar context of offering your best to Yahweh and offerings to Him. So, Exodus 23.19, Exodus 34.26, and Deuteronomy 14.21 appears to have nothing to do with cooking a goat 
or actually any meat with the mother's milk or any milk in general. The physical application has to do with us offering our preferred young animals to Yahweh instead of trying to keep our best for ourselves. In this, we hope that this explanation offers you a more contextually and linguistically accurate physical application. We hope that this teaching has blessed you. And remember, continue to test everything. Shalom. It is because of you, our generous supporters, who make it possible to offer these high-quality teachings completely free of charge. If you feel led to support 119 Ministries so that we can continue this effort, please visit testeverything.net and click on the Support 119 tab. Learn how you can partner with us to take the whole Word of God to the nations.